Welcome to Family Unmuted, where Ruben and Tiana Estrada open the door to their lives as real estate brokers, owners of a family business, parents, and everything in between. This is our world, Unmuted. Welcome back, everybody. This is Family Unmuted, Season 2, Episode 5. Call this the Cinco. No, 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 nope, no, just, not, just episode not five. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> he did not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we got a cool topic today. It's called clarity. So clarity, what does that mean to you guys? Well, I just think it's hilarious that we brought this up earlier and it led into like an hour conversation that we didn't even finish. So we figured this is probably a good thing to it's talk about. It's a good topic. Mm-hmm. Um. Because what we were realizing in our conversation is there's so much that goes into finding clarity and there's just so many pieces Mm -hmm. to clarity Mm -hmm. and things have to happen in order for you to get it and what are those things. So that's what we're going to talk about. Um, And we realized that a majority of people don't probably don't have much clarity. I think what you recognize first is when you don't have clarity. You're like, well, is this... Things are unclear. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Things are unclear. Mm -hmm. And I think things have to become unclear in order for you to be aware that you need clarity in your life. Mm -hmm. And clarity is actually necessary. So um, I I know for us, clarity brings power and brings energy, which is something that we need when we're doing things that we don't like to do, we need we need power and we need energy behind it in order mm-hmm. for us to get those things accomplished. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Well, it, it all started like our conversation started off with first faith, then that went into identity, then that went into a bunch of other things, distractions, um, and then we're like, we need to be clear about what we're going to talk about, and then clarity came in and sort of tied it all together. Well, in keeping with the theme of this season, the season is all about growth. Um, And I think that true growth happens when clarity is evident. Like that's, what do you call it? That's the sweet spot. Like when you find clarity, it is amazing the amount of growth that happens in your life. Mm -hmm. So what do you feel, Ruben? are your biggest challenges when it comes to clarity in the most important areas of your life? The biggest challenge with having clarity is that you have to say no to some things. And sometimes it's difficult for me and other people to say no um, because you come across as being an a-hole and but when you when you look at people that are very clear on things it's it's almost it's almost intimidating because they're they're like i'm saying yes to this and nothing else can come in between that um so it's i guess that's a challenge for me is that i kind i kind of like to say yes to a lot of things um because i don't want to come across as being an a-hole but at the same time, I get frustrated when I don't, when I let the people dictate, you know, either my schedule or um, they get in the way of things that are important to me. Um, 
so I think those are the challenges of building this barrier around, you know, not letting those things come in that are going to distract you. We talked about distractions, mm-hmm. um, you know, those shiny objects that get us off track, uh, and and the clarity behind really what's what is really important to you. I mean, those that's a challenge in itself is trying to figure out distill your life down to the things that are the most important and getting really clear on those things and then also there's a lot of challenges as you can see with clarity you get exposed mm-hmm. and it doesn't feel very good because you get real with yourself and what you don't have yeah and like what you're doing and not what you're you know you're not a lot of things you're doing that you're not supposed to be doing Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't feel very good. So I think that's part of the biggest challenge with clarity is that it, it doesn't feel good, but at, at the end of the day, it's necessary to get those things accomplished. Mm-hmm. Well, I think we've talked about this a lot as a team here, and especially with the two of you starting your careers in a very, very, very rough <laughs> industry. We've had a lot of conversations around clarity and we've even had to take some days off and say you guys need to go home and get clear about stuff Mm -hmm. so what are some of the things that are still challenging you guys with clarity in your young lives the paths that you're on and and in your careers i think maybe just seeing like an end result whether it's like maybe the gym or whatever or your career it's hard to see the end result until you're actually there mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you wake up one day and you're like, oh i'm here now it's time to set new goals and be clear on something else now right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 100%. So, so just having patience patience mm-hmm. faith faith yeah yep mm-hmm. well part of the other things that we discussed was in our clarity process was what's your identity so when you know, this, I was listening to the sports channel and taking Olivia to school today. And they talked about the Denver Broncos. And they're like, well, what's what's the Broncos' identity? And Buddy says they suck. Yeah. <laughs> they're losers. That's their identity. <laughs> and they do. And yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah, <laughs> but why do they suck? You know, we discussed uh, because they don't have an identity. Mm-hmm. They, if you try to run what the Chiefs run, and run with the um, who are Buccaneers. Some Buccaneers, or you run what the Patriots run, or mm-hmm. you you try to you know take a little bit from every team and try to implement that into how you run your team. Uh, I don't know if that's you create this identity, but it's a little confusing because some of those things will counteract. Mm-hmm. So you have to figure out what your identity is. Are we a running team? Or are we a passing team? Are we defensive focused? Or are we offensive focused? Um, so all those things are important and we've got into the discussion of, you know, what, what is our identity as a mm-hmm. Strata real estate group? You know, we know we're not commercial real estate, mm-hmm. right? Uh, we're no, we're, what else are we not? Like we don't do land, like massive acres of land as far as like commercial land or anything like development land. Mm-hmm. It's very rare that we do that, but our focus is in our identity is residential real estate. Mm-hmm. So I think identity is, is crucial in knowing who you are. Well, it creates the path, right? It, it creates the roadmap. And I think that you have to have 
that road that roadmap in place so that you can begin to take the steps. Clarity doesn't just come from creating that roadmap. And I think we've seen that. You can't just create a plan and then you have clarity. It's implementation and action which leads you to clarity, which led us to the conversation about failing mm -hmm. and how you can't really find that clarity unless you've gone out there and you've just failed a lot. And that's a conversation that we've had for, gosh, for forever since you guys were babies. We've always said, we want you to go out and fail mm -hmm. as much as possible. And that is a really different narrative but you cannot figure out what it is you're destined to do or what it is that you're going to be committed to or what it is that is important to you unless you failed at a lot of stuff. So failure is part of your identity? I think so. I think people just, they're afraid of the word failure. Hmm. And I hear it all the time, especially, you know, in, in school. That is not, the, that's not the culture that they they build in school. It is mm -hmm. a very don't fail, you can't fail. And everybody's of, a winner. Yeah, and mm -hmm. that that's the kind of environment. Whereas if you don't know what it feels like to not have something, then you're not going to want to chase something else. And I think, I think it's just necessary. Mm. I would not be as clear as I am today in a lot of areas of my life if I wouldn't have had the story that I had and I wouldn't have had the long list of failures that we have. That has made me clear. It is clear that I do not want any of that. So that means I have to do this. Mm -hmm. And that just comes from experience, time, and but, but I think it's crucial. Failure is crucial to growth and clarity. So maybe our topic should have been failure. <laughs> yeah. Changes every 30 minutes. <laughs> well, we talked about this, that everything's so interconnected yeah. um, that, you know, we pick a word or we try to pick a topic, uh, but there's a lot of stuff that gets baked in there. Well, so. I think that was the basis of this entire podcast and why it's called Family Unmuted. This is a look into the actual conversations that we have in our family on a regular basis and yeah. sometimes they take 15 minutes and sometimes they take three hours and mm -hmm. we won't take three hours but i'm just saying that that was our intention with this is to just kind of lift open the curtain and kind of see you know how our family operates and what works for us well i hope it's clear to whoever that's listening is that we have the same problems that everybody else has yeah. You know, mm -hmm. there's things that we don't like to do that we have to do. We have to kind of find these hacks to do that. Uh, I think clarity is one of them. It's like when, we, when we're like, dang, I really don't want to do something, we have to go back to our why and our purpose, and that helps us bring clarity. Um, that it really, to get that reward of why we're doing something, we just have to do this thing. And um, I, th I think that helps. But we just struggle like everybody else. I mean, we, we put on our pants the same way, you know, one leg at a time like everybody else. And our struggles are probably not any different than any of yours out there. Um, and we need help. This is, this is almost like a support group, which is mm -hmm. kind of nice. Mm -hmm. 
um, which brings clarity again, right? <laughs> so having these conversations and this dialogue and challenging and hearing different sides and different perspectives, young, old, Beautiful. You know, how can we just help others? How can we how can we struggle together? Mm-hmm. You know, and I talked to you, buddy, a little bit about this earlier today. It's like the one blessing that we have is that we get to fail together. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's it's a huge blessing. I mean, we should be grateful that hey, we're going to have some incredible success, but we're also going to have some incredible failures. Mm-hmm. And we embrace both, and we get to do it together. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a wonderful thing. So, um, And again, you're able to have that clarity, a lot of just experiences. Yeah. True. And I think one of the hardest challenges I have with clarity is clarity takes courage. Mm. And sometimes it's hard to muster up courage in certain areas of your life. And what I mean by courage is, like Dad said, if you say yes to this and you're very clear on that, you're saying no to all this other stuff. And it takes courage to say no to some things. Mm -hmm. It takes a lot of courage to say no to some things. And you have to be open to losing whatever this is over here and be okay with that and sometimes you're stuck in the middle of yeah I I want this but gosh I don't know if I want to lose that Mm -hmm. and then that's where you get unclear right Mm -hmm. you're trying to be in both lanes you're trying to be in both lanes and um, living life in two lanes you can probably do it for a little bit but it catches up to you Um, and so yeah just working on finding the courage to be okay. Where do you think that courage comes from? Like, how do you muster up the courage? Personally, mine comes from my faith, spiritually. Hmm. That's where I get courage. Um, Because I know at the end of the day, like, if I didn't have anyone else on my side... I still have some, someone on my side, mm. no matter what. Mm-hmm. And so that gives me courage. Um, that's kind of the airy-fairy version. But, mm-hmm. and, and I, anybody who knows me and has conversations with me, like that's, I get that question a lot. How do you do what you do? How do you handle it all? Especially with what's going on in our lives right now. There's a lot going on. And it's, I just pray and I have faith. Mm. Because it, it, for me... If God has faith in me, then I should have faith in me. Mm-hmm. That's just okay. where I get my courage. It's hard to find some days. Mm-hmm. It's hard to find most days. But when you do find it and you do just get, even when you get a glimpse of clarity, it's like it's like a breath of fresh air. You yeah. can just breathe. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. And I, I experienced that like this weekend, like when you told us like, get clear on what you guys want to do. Like, took Friday through Sunday to find out and I made like a five-year plan of what I was going to do I made Chrisanne do that too and it really just brought like a lot of less stress because I was like oh I didn't know you wanted to do that now I know so now we're not going across each other and not communicating and it opened up a lot of different ways to connect and just be like okay how do we get there 
how do we do this now? What does that look like? And it really brought, like, we created a roadmap in just doing that simple exercise of, like, everything that you want in five years, write it down mm-hmm. and make it specific as you can. That's literally what I did. Then the next day, Monday morning, came here. I broke it down. I'm like, all right, what do I have to do this year? What do I have to do the next year? What does that look like? And then just keep breaking it down. And it brought clarity. But even then, I was like, all right, now how do I do it? And then that's where I got hung up again. And mm. it's like, okay, I like, like I have these things that I want to accomplish, yeah. but what do I need to do to accomplish those things? Exactly. Yeah. And what does that look like? And if it looks like something I don't want to do, then I'm back to square one. Mm. You know, I have to adjust. And I think visualization and... For some people, affirmations. I've always fought affirmations just because I'm really uncomfortable doing them. Like I, they work for a lot of people, and I get it. Just I, I can't talk to myself in the mirror and tell myself that I'm, I'm the best agent out there, and I'm that just doesn't work for me. But what does work for me, as far as getting clear on things, is sitting down and closing my eyes and literally visualizing what it is I'm working mm-hmm. toward. Well, you guys always told me, like, if you wanted, let's just say, a, a certain car. If you wanted that, act like you're driving it now, and then you'll have it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How did the clarity process go for you? In what context? Well, we told you oh, guys last week, like, go get clear about what it is you want to do. And when you guys both came in on Monday, you were, I felt like you were pretty clear. On, on where you wanted to go and, and your path. So what were the things that you did to kind of dig deep to find that clarity? I know I said it was difficult earlier, but I think just trying to see the end result, even though it might be difficult to, mm-hmm. but I think the most important thing is like what you said is like figuring out how to do it. So I think that's what gives you a lot of the courage to go out and do what you need to do to make whatever you want happen mm-hmm. to happen. You know? mm-hmm. And the more in focus it is and the more clear it is, the more you're willing to just do whatever it is you have to do to get there. Mm-hmm. And I think of, you know, it's kind of like when they're digging for diamonds or digging for gold. It's like the dirt and the dirt and you kind of see it shining and you take out more dirt and then you get it and it's still pretty cloudy. You got to rinse it off. You got to do all mm-hmm. the things. Like a diamond doesn't just come out looking like that. You know, it takes digging. Are you afraid to show your ring? No. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> you're like the diamond and then it's like... Oh, dirty. Are you afraid for me? To <laughs> Do we need a bigger ring? No. I'm perfectly fine She's, with this one. Okay. Um, He's very specific about that analogy. I was like, are you digging for a bigger ring? I was going to say gold, but gold still... My point was it takes a lot of digging and then even when you find it, it still has to be refined. Mm-hmm. And so actual clarity is simplistic. We talk about this all the time. Keep it's it really simple. simple. Yeah. It's just deciding what you're committed to and what you're going to do. Simple in theory, hard to execute. Mm-hmm. Very hard to execute. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's the struggle. Is the execution. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that we should have flipped these podcasts, accountability next podcast and then clarity but yeah. now they're together so i think it helps boost what you want to accomplish mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but the visualization piece i think 
helps tremendously. And I make it a point. I've committed over the last two years to really putting more time into like self care because I think it's extremely important. And I think especially I think men and women don't spend enough time on self care. Um, but when I do, so I get massages frequently. And when I do do that, I spend the entire 90 minutes visualizing Hmm. where I want to go next, what vacation I want. And I'm not just saying like, oh, that looks pretty. It's like I am literally sitting in my chair on the beach with the sand in my toes. I can hear the waves. I can feel the breeze. I can smell the ocean. Like Then I come out and I'm like, I want to get back to work because I want to go there. Mm Mm-hmm. So visualization, huge for me. It kind of clears away, like, okay, I'll figure out the how. I'll figure it out because I want that so badly. Mm-hmm. And you do. You figure it out. Yeah. Well, I, I was sort of the same way instead of, like, the how. But, <laughs> um, like, when I did my five-year plan, I literally wrote down Alexis IS350, the address of the house I want. It's a new building in Thornton. Like, I literally did everything that specific as I can mm-hmm. in order to find that clarity. So it's clear. Yeah, literally. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, now take it, now reverse engineer it. Yeah. And well, backing into it, I think, is a piece that people always miss. And um, we've been fortunate enough to have been taught from a very early on in our career to back into things. Again, going back to the amazing training that we've been blessed with in our careers. That was the one thing that I have taken for granted Mm -hmm. I think yeah because I continue to hear it in these different places where I am now in my career and I'm like wait people don't automatically think that you have this giant goal and then you back into it and they don't no because you're just not you're just not taught that way so backing into something is a huge part of the how Mm -hmm. and I think that's just something that isn't yeah we call that time blocking to the now so you take your five year then you take your chunk it into an annual and then you chunk it into a monthly then you chunk it break it down to a weekly then you break it down to a daily and then you break it down to a now Mm -hmm. so all those things help bring the problem was that we (laughs) what happens is you're like you break it down to the now and you're like that's all i have to do you don't believe it. Yeah, you don't believe it. You're like, it's that simple? It but can't be the, that simple. But then the consistency. Like, come on. Yeah, then the consistency. Can, and then you do it for one day and you're like, oh, I didn't see any results. I'm done. I'm done. Mm-hmm. That doesn't work. On to the next. What's the next how? But then you have to restart the process. And then you have to start, you do it start again. the same process. Yeah. And you're doing this and you're going insane. Mm-hmm. Well, then I think yeah. that becomes so many, way, so many reasons we haven't been able to achieve clarity for so many years is a, that brings regret mm-hmm. and regret fuels clarity mm-hmm. and I've watched you regret a lot of things like mm-hmm. I don't know how many times and you can attest to this I don't know how many times he's been like you know what would be great there car wash car wash builds up four years later, <laughs> four years later somebody builds a freaking car wash <laughs> yeah. yep. and yeah. so we joke about it and yeah. you know I don't want to throw you under the bus but, but we don't feel free but we, but <laughs> not we gonna joke stop about you. like oh one yard line we're gonna stop that's what yeah. we do and then regret follows 
And so I think that has fueled a lot of clarity for you. And like, I just don't want to have those missed opportunities anymore. I am so clear that I don't want to feel like that anymore, that I'm going to start doing it. And the problem is I have a huge threshold or a pretty high threshold for pain. You have an insane threshold for pain. I just, like, I will torture myself (laughs) for a long period of time before it actually changes my behavior. And that's really sad. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it really is. It really yeah, sucks. I mean, it's, 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 but it's it's made you who you are and, and gotten you where you are. So I wouldn't say it's sad. It's just a very complicated way of getting And I've helped there. a lot of people get what they want. <laughs> <laughs> I just haven't gotten what I want. No. no. So, um, so with clarity and then the how part of all this. I think the how part is... What we're going to base this whole podcast off, faith versus fear, mm. that's where the how really kicks in. Like, if I fail, how will I feel? But then you're like, well, if you succeed, how will you feel? Mm-hmm. And I'm always that. And I am fear committed. Part. I'm, saying, I'm, so I'm going I'm I'm to commit the four of us to saying that is our next podcast, faith versus fear, because I'm very passionate about it because. At the end of the day, it's the same energy. It's the same effort. It's the same amount of energy to have faith or be fearful. And it's that belief in the unknown. And then you choose whether you're going to believe the negative or you're going to believe the positive. And so, yes, our next podcast is going to be faith versus fear. I just decided. I know it's not one word, but that's the way it's going to be. Okay. That's that's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you guys struggle with having faith in things as far as like... Oh, yeah. Well, he, he's been saying this whole podcast, the yeah. result. You have to believe yeah. that your actions will lead to a result. And I think that's what, I don't know, I struggle with is finding like, if I do these actions for 30 days, it will result in something. I find that hard to believe. Why? Even though you haven't tried it. Yeah. Maybe they're like you try it for a day or two or a week or even a couple weeks and you're like, if I don't get a result, yeah, then it doesn't work. It's the longevity of it. Yeah. Of the or the consistency yeah. of it. Yeah. That really it's like, well, if I didn't get a result the first day, what is, what is it gonna mean thirty days from now? It's not gonna mean anything. Mm-hmm. Well and that takes us to the conver- a piece of the conversation we were having earlier about models and how models show you the how and yes you can tweak them as you go but if you guys look at any of the businesses that you guys frequent canes mm. mcdonald's i'm hungry in and out <laughs> i know it's lunchtime. i'm hungry too but if you look at those they were very clear like in and out they're clear you're not going there and getting chicken you're not getting bacon on your burger. Mm-hmm. You you're are not getting, getting a salad. A, I know. Say, <laughs> yeah. You're not getting yeah. an egg on your burger. Like, and you're not getting tots or onion rings. You are getting a burger and fries. Well, same thing with Canes. Only chicken. You're getting chicken You're not going to get a burger fries. at Canes. No. Right. No. But the clarity of it, and you're seeing the success of these businesses and the longevity. How long has In-N-Out been around? 55 years? Something uh, like that? Yeah. So McDonald's. Crazy. Yeah. Whatever. Mm-hmm. They have created that model and they don't stray from it mm-hmm. because they're so clear. They want to be the number one hamburger. 
or they want to be the number one chicken place. I yeah, don't know I, versus I know Chick-fil-A. They, it's, they have so few locations because they want to maintain the quality. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. they're clear. It's about experience. It's about what you get. And the and consistency. The it tastes the same every time. Although I will right? say the other day I went to Cane's and I think that something had burned in the oil before because my strips tasted burnt. Oh. So disappointing. Um, Thanks for but, that. But everybody, <laughs> identity, clarity, whatever, Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A is the only place that I will go and not check my order. I'll just drive off. Mm. Because I trust you, Chick-fil-A. I believe in you. You have earned my trust. Because they've been consistent. Because they're consistently correct in their orders because their clarity they're so clear on the customer experience that they they deliver well that's why i think consistency is so important it could be consistently good and consistently bad like every time i'm going to check mcdonald's because they're consistently wrong (laughs) (laughs) so they've created this identity that hey you better check your order before you drive off because nine times out of ten probably not Everything's not going to be there. Mm-hmm. So, but that's not their. That's not they weren't. They're clear on. No, the, their identity is, you're going to get terrible food at a good price. And we're going to. And you're going to get it fast. Through here as we can. And you're going to get it fast. I don't know about fast. Yeah. Well, they used to be fast. They used to be, <laughs> they used to be fast. <laughs> so, um, but you know what to expect. You know what to expect. Right. Yeah, your expectations are low going in. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I gotta go to McDonald's. This but, is all there is. But why do we continue to go there? Because the nuggets are so good. Because <laughs> the nuggets? It's cheap. You can get like a whole meal of five no, bucks. No, we continue to go there yeah, because it's, it's convenient, convenient because they have locations everywhere. It's literally everywhere. When all go. else fails, you're going to find a McDonald's. That's true. Late yep. night snack. Mm. Same with Starbucks. I personally do not love Starbucks. I think it tastes... I'm not a fan. And I'm not a fan of Dutch Brothers either. But Starbucks... I I do get Starbucks because Ziggy's... There's not enough of them. Mm. And I need a a Mm. cup of coffee now. Okay. But they were clear on the end result. Okay, so did we decide that identity is critical in having clarity? Yes. Yes. I, I think so. So when we say identity, what does that mean? Who you are, what you stand for, in my mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what your model is. What your model is? Okay. What does that mean? Like, who, do you, who are you trying to become based on what you see? Okay. Like, do you think identity is like one sentence, like... McDonald's. We sell the most burgers. Mm. Like, is that is is that identity just like one statement makes your identity, or is it a combination? I think it's a combination of who you are, like every person that you are, in one. So I struggle with identity. Like I don't. Yeah, I struggle. Why? Um. Because I feel like it's a, uh, it's like, um, see, I'm struggling. <laughs> uh, it, it, like, you, you're one way and you cannot be a different way in that you, 
And we talked about this with business, right? Mm-hmm. Like sometimes businesses have to adapt to the current marketplace, your competition, um, costs, things like that. Mm-hmm. But your identity as a person, like, does that ever change? Well, I think. Well, I, oh. go ahead. Well, if you took, all right, let's let's use your Bronco analogy. Yeah. They would probably have to change because they went from Peyton Manning to Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. So they were a championship with Peyton Manning, but now they suck with Russell Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> so their identity has to change, though. They can't do the same things they did with Peyton Manning to Russell Wilson. It's true. So I think it, your identity is who you are at the state that you are at the age that you are. Mm. Okay. So I think for this year, who are you? You know what I mean? That's a good point. Like, who are you? It goes back to That's how getting, a time limit. getting real with who you are. Yeah. Like, right now, a, a 21-year-old me is a lot different than a 44-year-old me. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things I would have done at 21 that I'm not going to do at 44. Mm-hmm. Physically, I just can't do it. Can't bungee jump anymore. <laughs> I can bungee jump. <laughs> no, no, I can still bungee jump. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but there are certain things either you don't want to do or physically you just can't do it. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, I can't, I can't go be an NBA center. I just can't. Right. I'm just not I built. <laughs> so there's there's definitely some limitations that you have to acknowledge. Did you think about that when you're 21? <laughs> I couldn't be an NBA center at 21 either. So <laughs> I'm consistent. <laughs> um, so I think you have to acknowledge and be aware of your limitations, mm-hmm. and then work within those limitations. And, and create this plan that's realistic. Like, I'm not going to be an astronaut. Like, no matter how, What's how up much you're an astronaut well, today, <laughs> it just seems like it's so out there. Like, <laughs> I, I could never be an astronaut. <laughs> uh, I'm just not smart enough, but I just uh, claustrophobic. Anyway, um, but where was I going? <laughs> You threw me off. Be an astronaut, like yeah. You you need to be real, real about your limitations yes. and and where you are. But to be clear in your life. Yeah, yeah. Just mm-hmm. because you're clear doesn't mean it's realistic, mm-hmm. too. I think it has to have some some validity. Uh, some validity. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. I think again, and this must just be us getting old because we both have the conversation about the desire to just be simplistic. <laughs> Can we just simplify things? Can it just be because everything just is so complicated? Well, anymore. I think a lot of things are more are sim more sim are simpler than we think. Well, I think we what, I think we complicate. That was my point. Like identity yeah. in and of itself is really simple. Yes. But we've allowed it to take on this all these things that make it complicated. Same thing with clarity. Clarity is really simple. It's knowing what you want and seeing it and going after it. That's clarity. But we just talked about, I don't know, 50 things yeah. that keep us. So the basis of everything is really simplistic. Mm-hmm. Humans ruin it. Like well, the, the principles of real estate or the principles of business are simple. Why nobody does them is beyond me, including like including us. There's stuff that... Is simple that we just choose not to do. Hmm. So yes, yeah, because humans I, humans complicate things. Well, I know that when we break it down, like we were talking about breaking down your goals into mm-hmm. the now, 
like and then we get to the the now and we're like this is this is too simple this seems like i'm cheating mm-hmm. like this so can't be right be so let's way. so let's just complicate it because <laughs> it's just not, three times yeah. as much. <laughs> it's working too well yeah. <laughs> and i think we we use the word sabotage i mean i'm like i'm an self-sabotage. expert about self-sabotage oh same oh yeah. i mean everything can be going great and i'm like this going is just too, well. too this is just too good i have to complicate things i have things. to stop yeah I'm feeling too good. <laughs> and I self-sabotage and I get derailed and it's like I want to live in misery, I guess. Because <laughs> yeah, that's what I like to create. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I 100% uh, agree with that. Gosh. We, we overcomplicate everything in our lives. Mm-hmm. But then when you're asked a direct question and then like you asked me earlier what is your identity and you ask a direct question i think it's actually on my shirt wife mom i'm a wife i'm a mom and i'm a realtor that's my identity does that feel good it does yeah it it, when you simplify something it feels great feels good Mm -hmm. yeah but i think our lives but our lives (laughs) just get so crazy and and we have so many (laughs) balls in the air all the time we just talked about this yesterday in a mastermind. Like you have to sit down and do daily, weekly, yearly audits of what the hell you're doing mm. because you just fall into a habit and you just keep doing it and you don't even realize you're doing it and you just don't stop chaos. to look back and say, mm. like, do you take the time on Sunday night? I've always taken the time on Sunday nights to plan out the week. What I learned yesterday is on Sunday night, you also need to look back at the week and figure out what you wasted time on mm. and make sure that doesn't get into your next week. Oh. Yeah. Ooh. Or at the end of the year, this this woman that I was listening to, the week between Christmas and New Year, the lost week where everybody's like, what do I do? <laughs> what, what are we doing here? Because it's just like a lost week. She audits her entire year and looks at all the things she had on her calendar was like, does, did that serve me? Did that result in anything? No, it's not making it onto this year's calendar. Mm. Like, are we auditing what we're doing mm. intentionally? I think so much clarity can come from that. Mm-hmm. What are you doing with your time? What are you doing with your thoughts? What are you doing? And I'm going to be honest, we had to talk about it. Like, what is the time sucker? Like, freaking TikTok? A time sucker. And that's okay. Like if, if you enjoy that and that is a part of your day, fine. Make sure you allow time for that and plan around that. Like I do TikTok at 10 o'clock at night for an hour. Like that's what I do. To wind down? To wind down. That's relaxing for you. Yeah. It's, I don't watch TV. Right. I watch TikTok. And that's fine. But just understanding like you are so clear that everything has a place on your calendar. Mm-hmm. And yes, some things happen. Yesterday or the day before, Ariana didn't have water at her school. So we had to pick her up. Kind of threw a wrench in our day. So all the things that didn't get done, they don't just not get done. They get moved to somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So there are tools that can help with your clarity. And one of them, I think, is like you said, time blocking, time management, your calendar. Like that'll help you get super clear. Because the how, once it's on your calendar... Then it gets done. And I think part of the audit, it doesn't feel very good, is that 
whatever's on your calendar are the things that are important to you. Mm-hmm. And when you do an audit and you see where you're spending your time and you're, and you're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I spent that much time on something that wasn't important to me. Mm-hmm. That doesn't feel very good. Mm-hmm. So those audits are extremely important. Those audits wow. are huge, and that's why I tell anybody I come into contact with, the book that has changed my life more than anything, really, I mean, from a business standpoint, is the 12-week year because it forces you to take your life in 90-day increments, take your business in 90-day increments, and audit it every 90 days. And when I'm having a slow month in whatever month, guarantee you, if I go back to 90 days before that, I can tell you exactly why this month is slow. Too much TikTok? Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Or I just wasn't, maybe I took this week off or I was too busy with this and those those tasks that should have been getting done to give me the results in 90 days didn't get done. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So auditing auditing is another piece that that has to be a part of clarity. You have to know what you need to get rid of in order to get rid of it so that you can be clear. Well, it goes back to the accountability of that it's a, it's taking an account of what we're doing. Mhm. You know, I think some of the most successful people, they did an audit. They did a self-audit. And they, they've had people, they actually paid people to follow them around on a daily basis for a week or a month, some period of time, where they just tracked everything that they did. Mm. And, it t- <laughs> <laughs> and it's going to tell you this story. It's going to give you a report. And then it's going to report on all the things that you're spending your time on. Mm-hmm. And then if you're not accomplishing what you need to accomplish, it's probably in that report somewhere. You're focused on doing things that don't really matter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And not everything is created equal. I think that's what you'll find. Mm-hmm. And busyness doesn't equate to productivity. Mm. Some things are just more effective than others. So if we want to be really effective and productive, we need to focus those things on the things that are productive and effective. Mm-hmm. I think we see it in real estate every day. Like so many agents are just running it. Like I got to be busy. I got to be busy. I got to do this. Like, if I'm not moving, if I'm not busy, then I'm not doing business. Mm. And it's like, no, Yeah. I, I would love to be so clear and so efficient that I literally just have to work like three, three hours a day and get mm. all my stuff done. Like mm-hmm. why, why, why are we trying to be like, I got to work eight hours. I don't know why, but I got to fill in that we just had this conversation last week with the four of us. Like, why? Are, why? Just to fill time? Yeah. Well, where did the 40-hour week thing come from? Nine to five. The government. The government. <laughs> <laughs> like, why is it 40 hours? Why isn't it 30? Why well, isn't yeah. it 50? Yeah, why I heard talks it? of a 32-hour work. Oh, yeah. Does but, that excite you? Well, well, that would be bad, yeah. yeah, you know, we were working on it. Why 32? Why isn't it 20? Mm-hmm. Why isn't it 50? Yeah. Well, I think like, some people saw that during COVID, and that you can get a lot of stuff done if you just take a few really focused hours. Uh-huh. And I think we discount that. And well, it goes back to that 80 20 principle, right? Mm-hmm. 20% of what you do is going to get you 80% of your results. So why are you not just doing the 20%? Because you're overcomplicating it. Right. Or you think it's too hard or you have fear attached to it. Right? 
So if I do this 20%, but it doesn't get me the results, oh my gosh, I'm going to fail. You look stupid. <laughs> well, I mean, but that 20%, you've already done the research to prove that that 20% is what uh-huh. gets you 80% of the results. Mm-hmm. I've been guilty of that so much. Totally. Yeah. Like me when too. I have to make calls, yeah. I'm like, I think this mailer needs to be done. Maybe I'll do some labels. Uh-huh. Maybe I'll do this. Oh, this has to get done. The easy stuff. Because the 20% yeah. is the hardest thing you have to do. Right. But what if you just had it for 20% of your day? That would be amazing. I don't know why we don't do See, that. See, for me, yeah. I feel like if you knew, I know, like, so Ariana's in school three days a week. Mm-hmm. Most of the time. I know that I only have this block of time. Two days. And I will hammer, like, got to do this, 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 and this. And I am so efficient in those few hours. Like, why aren't we always operating? We just keep adding on hours to give us more time to, like, jack around. Well, it's the time that we, like, we're going on vacation tomorrow, right? Oh, day before vacation? Like, the day before vacation, we are super efficient. That's crazy. And we're saying no to, like, I'm sorry, somebody's coming to my office. Sorry, I can't talk right now. I got to get this done. Why are we not always operating like that? We go on more vacations. Yeah, <laughs> go on more vacations. That's exactly. There is something proven. There because, is. And people laugh at us. Yeah. And they're always like, well, you're yeah. going out of town again. I'm like, look, the reason I do this is because when I go out of town, I am really efficient before I go out of town. And I always get business when I'm out of town. That's so true. Whenever you guys come back, it's crazy. Yeah. Right. Yep. I don't know what it is. So part of our business plan is literally going somewhere. For multiple reasons, but I'm just back to we just muddy things up and we overcomplicate things, and you're gonna get your clarity when you simplify. I think that's the message. Well, yeah, and I think as a human nature, we just expand our tasks to fill up the time mm-hmm. to make it look like we're doing something. Like if we make it makes it like we're busy. Yeah, or to make we're ourselves busy. feel important. We yeah. had that conversation yeah. yesterday in my yeah. real estate mastermind. Oh. Especially in real estate. Like, I love my colleagues, but we are all guilty about thinking we're more important than we are. Hmm. Yeah, you do. Oh. <laughs> and you just tainted. it. You're doing yeah, so well. I know, I was podcast. so good. See, I self sabotage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing too good. We gotta mess it up. <laughs> okay, so I think, uh, are we clear? <laughs> No, I, I think that was a good conversation yeah. about clarity. clarity. And I know 2.0. for me, there it pointed out things for me that I need to take into account to, to become mm-hmm. even more clear. Uh, again, I think it's a journey. Um, and you have certain spots of clarity. Like, I can be really clear on where we are right now and where we've gone over the last 43 years. But there's a lot of stuff coming our way in the next few months that I'm not too clear on. I don't know what it's like to be a grand a grandparent I don't know what it's like to have a child living out of state all those things are gonna have to you know reprioritize and and but you know what what a good grandparent looks like yeah right you know how your grandparents made you feel whether it's positive or negative so if that's the model then all you got to do is say hey this is what the way I want to be as a grandparent Mm-hmm. Well, and you bring up a good point. So much of my clarity has been looking back on relationships in my life, mm-hmm. and it can go either way. 
Yes. You can be really clear. Like, I clearly want to be that. I clearly want to give people those feelings. Or, I clearly do not want that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is not going to be me. Mm-hmm. So that, yeah. There you go. Okay. You're welcome. Okay. So our next podcast, Faith versus Fear. Faith versus Fear. Mm-hmm. Excited about that one. Yeah? Yeah. Do you have a lot of fears? Do I have a lot of fears? No. I mean, I have like fear of heights and No, I mean like fear But of, like to my core, like I am afraid. No. Mm. You don't think fear leads you? Sometimes? No. Like decisions that you make are based out of fear as opposed to based out of faith? No. Okay. We'll talk about why. Okay. There you go. <laughs> All right, guys. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We, oh. gotta, we gotta make sure they leave a review or comment. Oh, yeah. yeah, help us out, guys. Yeah. Yeah, we're on Apple, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Podcasts, YouTube. Are we on all those things? Yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> Tell your friends. If you we're just on YouTube. Subscribe. Yeah. Um, leave a if comment. you have a topic that you want us to go talk about, if you want to be a guest, hit mm-hmm. us up. We'd yeah. love to have you on our podcast. Yeah. So, all right. Cool. See you next time. Thank you. Bye. Bye.